Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Running without eyes. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Yep. Running without eyes. That one was given to us by Charlie Gascoigne. Thank you, Charlie, for that one. (laughs) (laughs) That's an Oscar bait movie. It's an Oscar bait. It does sound very much like an Oscar bait movie, doesn't it? It it just sounds like a remake of Bird Box. (laughs) They're just just quicker. (laughs) <laughs> a faster paced bird box we, we have to get to our destination but faster run children run. <laughs> pay no heed to the scissors on the ground <laughs> <laughs> alright so uh, as Maz said we're doing Oscar bait movies this week uh, joining us for our Oscar bait session <laughs> our, our Oscar baiting sessions that we hold, we hold at, the, at, the, at the Lives of Pitch Towers quite regularly Yes, we're Oscar baiting this evening uh, Pip Mason, thank you for joining us thank, thank you, no thank you thank you thank you <laughs> yes I'm thrilled to be here and finally use my film degree for what it was designed to do oh yes yes that's what I've been doing for the past three years as well it's great isn't it it's totally worth the 12 grand of debt oh yes <laughs> yes oh, oh yes don't, the don't, debt don't remind me <laughs> okay so do you want to hear some honourable nominations oh yes please for Oscar bait movies I love how you've you've left the, the, the past of mentions behind in that one no, yeah well I, I, I did originally think honourable nommy mentions <laughs> but I was nah it's fine <laughs> alright so from Phil Walters we've got empty bottle blank page ooh Oh, that does sound like that does sound like an Oscar bait movie. Yeah. That is good. And yeah. my life. <laughs> uh... It's a biopic about you. <laughs> there you go. It's a, a biopic about you, but if you lived in the fifties in Hollywood, and I was a baby. <laughs> A baby genius writer played by Andy Serkis. In, in full mocap CG. Yeah. Yep. They've put Andy Serkis's face. Yeah. Andy Serkis's very slightly unsettling face when you take it out of context. <laughs> and they've put it on a baby. He's, he spent... Wait, so he has like... Is it still his face on a baby? Yes, it's his, his face, but on a baby. A grown man's face on a baby. <laughs> um, and, and particularly Andy Serkis's face on a baby. Um, and this baby is being lauded in Hollywood, Mad Men era Hollywood, all yep. sort of, uh, as the greatest writer <laughs> to co- that has come a- come along uh, for writing uh, movies on the on the silver screen. I quite like the idea of Andy Serkis spending months in the jungle interacting with babies, <laughs> <laughs> the, the wild babies yeah. of the upper volta, <laughs> seeing how they move, seeing yeah. How they- <laughs> Seeing how they cry, pulling like grabbing their toe and pulling it up towards them, <laughs> like you know, just. <laughs> and of course, the empty bottle comes from because, of course, he has a drinks problem. <laughs> yeah, milk. <laughs> M- 
milk and whiskey as well. Both milk and whiskey, yeah. 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 It's, and, and that's the thing. When this baby drinks milk, it's just a baby. As soon as it drinks whiskey, it's like, I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> what if we had a man and he was singing in the rain? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're really going with the Oscar bait with this revisionist history, aren't we? We really are. This, <laughs> this is a history lesson. <laughs> Baby wrote... Uh, yeah. wrote the, reason, the reason he's struggling to be an artist is not because he doesn't have like, ideas. It's because he has the body of a baby and he just doesn't have the fine motor skills to operate. <laughs> That's a typewriter. Why he's got a page. <laughs> yeah. so, so his actual mission is he needs to write by dictation, so he needs to find the one assistant... Who, yes, and, and that's where the lovable side character yes. with a ton of shit to deal with comes in because yes. he needs to find someone who is able to to work with his process it's, and his process is being a baby. It's a babysitter. <laughs> a babysitter discovers that this baby has the ability to write incredible screenplays. Sort of suburban Hollywood. This yeah. baby's sat in a crib, kind of, yeah. And and this babysitter. It's the fifties, so I'm assuming it's it's a it's a young girl. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking uh, that one who plays Sabrina the Teenage Witch in Netflix is Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Sure, oh, the the new one. Yeah, the new one. Yeah, because yeah, she, I don't she's... know. I don't know her real name. Let's just call her Sabrina. Sabrina. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's also the daughter in Mad Men. So that's that's why I'm picking her. That's where you got that from. Yeah, she's dancing around to the Rolling Stones. No, that's a bit too late, isn't it? Yeah, that's uh, very, that's very late. It's yeah. very sixties. Yeah. George Formby. George dancing around to George Formby. <laughs> that's the only music I know of that. She's like pretending to clean the windows yeah. with 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 the baby, and <laughs> she accidentally knocks over a bottle of whiskey, and the baby licks it up yeah. and starts pigeon film ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Baby's like, ah, ah. And if we had <laughs> a scene where it's like he he opens the door and says, I'm sorry, my dear, I couldn't give a damn. And frankly, my dear, I couldn't give a damn. It needs a rewrite. It needs a rewrite. Re I'm sorry, my dear, it doesn't quite work. We're going to have to change that in a minute, but I'll get back to it. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just astounded, but it's like this, this, mo and it, and then the morality comes in. Yeah. Of I'm, I'm in charge of this baby. I need to look after its welfare development, but also if I keep it drunk, it keeps writing a one-minute <laughs> screenplays. Yes. And oh she, no. She like she like scribbles it down. What she's saying to tell, um, to tell the the baby's like dad or or, or parents, right? To say mm. like, hey, your child did this, but she sort of. Um, by like a weird comedy of errors she she doesn't get a chance to tell them the parents come in and she has to go and then they pick it up and uh mum like takes it out to cuz she she's a secretary uh takes it out and and she's like what's this in my uh, in my bag it must be a script puts it on the thing the thing gets made and then suddenly the the um uh this uh, sabrina knows that the baby's writing award winning screenplays <laughs> There's a whole planet made of apes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little ahead of its time. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> Your kids are going to love it. <laughs> Speaking of which, he goes back in time in a car. <laughs> <laughs>
there's a couple on a runway. He's, he's, he's looking at her. He thinks he's a kid. But he's looking at her. Big monkey on an island. <laughs> Love it. How's that suit you? <laughs> this man, he's made of iron. <laughs> There's a whole universe filled with people like him. <laughs> There's a guy with a shield and a, and a Norse god. Oh, <laughs> uh, hang on. I think the whiskey's wearing off. <laughs> These are getting worse. <laughs> that will never work. <laughs> He's a wizard, he goes to school. <laughs> None of them go to the toilet, they just shit their pants and magic flushes How it did out. I know that was going to come up. <laughs> it's, it's like, come on, I know, I know it's a wonderful magical universe where anything can happen, but apparently the writer doesn't think that they have chopping chamber pots. A thing that they've had for like literally hundreds of years before the toilet. <laughs> I get it, JK, you want to stay relevant. <laughs> but but can you not stick to wearing giant hats like the other JK? <laughs> Alright, so there's Baby's Pictured Movies. Yeah. And does Sabrina take... Well, you said this this was taken to Hollywood. Yeah, because because her because uh, the baby's mum is a secretary. Okay. Um, and and like, yeah, because you can imagine no one's gonna trust a a, a little girl or a, a kind of like a, a, a young teen girl that's writing movies, right? Mm. They're just not even gonna read it. Um, so she keeps. <laughs> but, but take the baby into the. Studio. <laughs> the baby does have the face of Andy Serkis. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure if you just put him in a tiny suit, <laughs> they could just say, like, no, he's, Waddling around. No, he's, an adult. he's just stood far away. <laughs> he's, you, can, you can only have this meeting in a room where the table is miles, miles long. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a trick of perspective. He's not, he's not just two foot high. He's, you know, he's, I think, a, he's a man. I think they start writing it under a pseudonym. Yeah. Again, it's it's the biopic of the first ghostwriter oh, yes. in Hollywood because oh, he can't show his face. But so there just... are hilarious capers where they do have to take the the baby mm. because they it, the baby knows how to explain his own ideas. Yeah, they need to take in a big to... trench coat yeah. and like you know uh, with puppet <laughs> arms. No, they get other babies and they have to fill a trench coat, <laughs> <laughs> and he's on the top. And it's like tottering around. Yeah. Like they're trying to sneak into like a movie theatre. They're going onto a film set and he's going like you know, when they need like adjustments yeah. or, or they've asked for the writer on set. Yeah. And they're like, Well, we better go, I suppose, and so they've got like a weird sort of pram, but like it's got a trench coat around it and then like you can just see the baby's head poking out the top and then pushing it is the, the babysitter who's got puppet arms like yeah. controlling these arms. And so you got the, you got Andy Circus being like wobbling around on wheels, sort of going like, ah, yeah, you're gonna need to take that camera over there. The lighting shit. I just I just love the idea that one of these film sets is on a construction site, so the baby's going across girders. <laughs> you and get stuff the full like baby's that. day yeah. out. Yeah, you get you get the full baby's day out yeah. uh, experience. <laughs> baby's day out to the movies. <laughs> yeah, because of course by this time. Um, she's become a successful babysitter such that she has to look after many babies. 
And so all the babies are having days out while the one baby is pointing at things and saying, move that over there. Yeah, yeah but why did you say that? What is the emotion? <laughs> Think about what your character Think is. Think about your motivations. Um, the, like, I think, I think t at the end they sort of, like, realise... I think the the baby starts getting a grumpy, <laughs> like it starts getting grumpy and starts. Well, he is drunk all the time. Exactly, yeah. like they uh, they realise that they've got to stop giving this baby whiskey. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on it a moral standpoint alone, is they have to stop and, getting this baby drunk. And the house's supply of whiskey is gone <laughs> because she's a child and can't buy any more. So. So, like, th there's, no, there's an empty bottle there, right? You can work it. Prohibition happens. Oh, uh, and yeah. that's So that's... They, it, the supply runs dry, so so do film scripts. Yeah, that's it. That's that's why film stops. And, and that's the, the <laughs> basically the death of cinema. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Moving into the 60s, nothing good. <laughs> Except in France. There was another Where baby born. <laughs> It's, it's drinking Circus red wine <laughs> drinking red wine and, and saying there should be a red balloon <laughs> just floating just floating around I, it's it's mean it's uh, about innocence you know all those conventional editing techniques <sighs> Fuck them. <laughs> Throw them out of the window. <laughs> I see a beach. I see a new wave. <laughs> so that's empty bottle, empty page. Yes, yes. there we go, yeah. <laughs> Give it all the awards. <laughs> that's going to win, that's going to win the Oscars. Okay, so from Ross underscore originals, we've got Worms for the Golden Man. What? What? Oh my god! <laughs> Worms for the, the golden man. Yes. Oh, if this didn't have to be Oscar bait, I'd be so into this. <laughs> I'd make a whole world <laughs> around this. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the genre is more a guideline than a rule. I just want a, a, to be a giant golden statue of someone, and then someone's entire petty aim to be with, to be putting a hole in it and filling it with worms. <laughs> Okay, so this is going to be a historically accurate movie. Yeah. Uh, where would there be a giant golden statue? Uh, oh, there used to be one. Uh, well, I don't know if it was gold, but it's like... Okay, again, no historical piece, because it all has to be historical. Yeah. It's it's about um, the Colossus of Rhodes. Oh, yeah. You know, the giant statue that supposedly mm. was at was it, uh, Rhodes Harbour, mm. but fell down and was destroyed. Or yes. In, knocked down in some <clears> war. And it's about the guy who built that but also he was completely insane and he filled it full of worms and that's why it actually <laughs> fell down what we didn't know that is, is above the shin height yeah. the colossus of Rhodes was entirely made of gold yeah <laughs> and hollow and full of worms yeah uh, because it turned out that was his true end goal is he wanted to make like a living golden man <laughs> and if, if I just fill it with enough worms it will move and I will be Lord okay. of the city, and, and it's, he was just mad. So, so Ridley Scott's directing, yeah, definitely. Yep, it's a historical epic, Gladiator, Kingdom of Heaven. 
the other one he Troy. did. Would you, say, would you say then the yeah. man is probably Russell Crowe? He probably would come back for this? Yes. No, Russell Crowe is the golden man. Of course he <laughs> is. The Colossus yeah. of Rhodes. Um, Russell Crowe is, the, is the, the, the king of Rhodes. Right. right, okay. He's the person who's commissioned this statue so to be made. So it's a statue of him in his honour. Yes. Right. And so he's commissioned. So who is um, the guy who is the guy who's actually the main character who's the designer? We need someone to kooky. Uh John uh, C. Riley. Oh, I was gonna say Willem Dafoe. Was, <laughs> okay, um, I'd rather go with Willem Dafoe than John C. Riley. Um is that because you can see that we've got a, a, a signed can, photograph I, of him, I can him, see him in platoon just behind me? Yes, I can. <laughs> And also, for no reason, he is dressed like that character, even yes. though it's, it's Rhodes, <coughs> ancient Rhodes. Everyone's dressed like ancient Greek, except, <laughs> except Willem Dafoe, who is, seems to have stolen his costume from Platoon. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he's not taking it off. He so, wandered on set wearing it, and he wouldn't take it off. <laughs> See, because then that allows, like, later on, you could do a, a technically, like, a documentary about the making of this film. <laughs> and it's just that, like, that time Willem Dafoe went a bit Bit mad and decided <laughs> to dress as his other characters while they Jim and Andy style. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he is in there as the designer of the Colossus of Rhodes. I think um, he's gonna be but, slighted by the king in some way yeah. to, to make him want to put worms in it, right? Yes. Uh, Mr. Scott, with all due respect, I'm not taking this costume off, not for me. <laughs> not for you, not for nobody. I'm a respected actor, I'm not gonna take this costume off. I got where I am today by taking risks. <laughs> Artistic risks. I read an interview with uh, Willem Dafoe in Esquire that said pretty much that. <laughs> so, <laughs> And also randomly, because obviously he goes a bit mad because he fills the statue with worms, uh, he has his helmet from Spider-Man that, talk, <laughs> that he talks to like he did in Spider-Man that's what and he wears that's what he wears when he's um, when he's chipping away at the gold yeah and and he's and because admittedly that is that whole scene in Spider-Man is brilliant when he's talking. the mirror scene yeah yeah so he's there just like talking to his helmet on the chair and he's still just spouting lines from Spider-Man <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just like <laughs> he's in his dressing gown over, over the platoon costume. Over the platoon costume. Because he never takes it off. Spinning round. Wah! <laughs> Avengery! <laughs> Those Without last me, you're nothing! Those are the last words as, as the Colossus of does, does move, because he's filled it with enough worms. Yeah. But its structural integrity is compromised, and it falls down, and as he's falling into the briny depths, he's just screaming like, Avengery! I can imagine that basically, like, uh, Russell Crowe, like, I don't know, st uses the, 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 the right of kings to steal Willem Dafoe's wife. Um, yes. And so, like, and he's like, yeah. Prima Nocturna. Yeah, exactly. Don't and ask why I know what that is. <laughs> I, I don't do it. And well, <laughs> carry on. You don't do it. Carry on. <laughs> um, and and uh, does sort of like, uh, and, and so Willem Dafoe, like, vows to take down the King of Rhodes, uh, take down Russell Crowe by filling his statue with with, with worms. To use as a war engine against him. Look, you're being march. destroyed by yourself. <laughs> using it to march uh, as, like, an omen, because the, at some point the eyes and mouth will open uh. and worms will come spilling out <laughs> into the sea. And so I think, like, he does that, but, like... 
uh, someone finds out and the king sends people for him and he's running up the, uh, the Colossus like trying to get to the to the lever at the top that's going to open up the eyes and mouth that will, will, will kind of let the worms all spill out and do his, his great display but then at the top like he, he like guards are running up there there's all sorts of stuff and then um uh, the, the the colossus weakened by the worms just the the, the colossus weakened by the worms just yeah. and then falls into the into the sea uh, and, with him with it yeah because he's on the shoulder riding it and yeah. then he screams <laughs> avenge me avenge me and then and then Ridley ah. Scott runs onto the shot and goes Deckard was a replicant and then runs away and then and then it can go into the sea yeah. and, and Russell in... Crowe plugs his latest album <laughs> a golden man for the worm god is going to be the last yeah. <laughs> just pulls out a CD no a tape he pulls out a tape <laughs> a cassette tape a cassette tape and it's his uh, he's got a band he's, like, he's got it under his toga yeah, he's... yeah. <laughs> and then... no it's a Betamax <laughs> He pulls out a Betamax tape. And I've got this, uh, I've got a lovely uh, album to sell you all. He says to the camera just before this thing hits the water. It's an eight track. (laughs) All these people have something they want out of them. (laughs) (laughs) Ridley Scott wants another opportunity to tell people that Deckard was a replicant. Willem Dafoe <laughs> he, had, he had three attempts Willem it was Dafoe so was... ambiguous <laughs> how Willem... many more origami unicorns do you need <laughs> Willem Dafoe is torn between trying to make this high art and reprising his role as the Green Goblin because he's found out about the superhero that the superhero yeah. genre has got big now yeah and also playing the guy in Platoon <laughs> reprising old roles to get into the swing of being artistic he's like uh, he's like kneeling down full of bullet wounds and spear wounds and he's like a golden man for the worms (laughs) that's a complete reversal of of the title I love it it's artistic it's great it's a subversion we subverted the genre it's so clever because at some point earlier in the film Russell Crowe says you're all worms you're all worms worms. you're you're all worms compared to me the golden man (laughs) and then are you not all worms to me, the king, uh, the golden man. I don't know why I'm doing a better northern accent than he did as Robin Hood. Oh, don't uh, <laughs> That film was terrible. Um, but yeah, so you get early on, set up, worms for the golden man. <laughs> worms for the golden man, and then, there you go. And then later, the golden man for worms. Yeah. And then, and then uh, you know, someone wanders on set and just goes, this truly was the worms for the golden man <laughs> this was the best of times it was the worms of times <laughs> we bought a zoo um... <laughs> alright <laughs> really Scott in an interview afterwards just like yeah well we, we just sort of gave up on the production uh, about 25 minutes into the first day of shooting uh, and we just realised we just wanted to sell our own products really I, I just wanted to get something off my chest Russell, all we needed, Russell had an album we realised all uh, we needed to do, really do was to make enough of the film to put in the trailer and then <laughs> and then we'd get a, like a, a feature length advert yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> the cheapest you can buy advertising space. It was the first Oscar nom to be put into a nomination purely on the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> when people the film hasn't even come out yet. Yeah, it's when just, people just saw the, the film, uh, reception was mixed. <laughs> but, uh, but hey, those um, a lot, what a lot of people didn't know is that there's a. Uh, those nominations are set in stone. Once people, once you've been nominated, you can't be unnominated, no matter what happens. <laughs> no matter what, I, that's why I did all those crimes. <laughs> it's set in worms. I mean stone. <laughs> <laughs> and then that is the movie. And, and then as he as he says that, a worm drops out of his mouth, and he just sucks it back up and stares stares deep into the camera and says, "Or did we make the movie?" <laughs> So we actually made two movies. We made the movie and the, <laughs> the documentary. documentary about the movie. Yeah. And the Both. documentary was the one that actually gets the uh, Oscar. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yes. Meta pitching. <laughs> oh, love it. It's it's like Inception. We're going we're going levels <laughs> on this one. And then uh, as, as now he... now it's time to talk about the stage adaptation <laughs> and the musical. As he leaves the chair, James Edward James almost comes and puts a worm down on the chair and then leaves and it's like what what the fuck does that mean what? Edward it's, like James... the, it's like the spinning top in inception <laughs> yeah. what does the worm mean the worm does mean? he have edward james almost on a lifetime contract what's happening <laughs> <laughs> the talk of hollywood town ridley scott owns edward james almost <laughs> keeps him in a box in the shed <laughs> He comes out for special occasions <laughs> to make origami shit <laughs> and put a worm on a chair. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so those were our honourable nominations. I got it in there. Yeah, uh, you, not... you finally did it. I did it. I went and did the bit. Uh, thank you, everyone who's got in touch with us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Life's a Bitch Podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show to give us those titles. Thank you very much for giving us a follow. If you haven't already, give us a like, give us a follow. Uh, we put loads of stuff up on our social media. That's so. how you can join in. That's how every week you can join in with the show. It's like, this show isn't a show without you. If you're listening and not contributing titles, then what are you, what are you up to? Just give us a, give just a go. Get, just get involved, and together we will all beat the algorithm that controls our daily lives. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly mine. <laughs> all right, so shall we get on to our final Oscar bait nomination slash winner? The main feature. Definitely. All right. This so... film is the one that actually won an Oscar. Yes, yes. Yeah. If, believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> from Charlie Gascoigne, we've got... Running without eyes. Running without eyes. Okay, so going through our sort of <clears throat> excuse me checklist of Oscar bait yep. is well, we already have our first pitch here of some sort of disfigurement slash ailment mm. is that the person does not have eyes, yep. or is either blind or just physically just just doesn't have them. Um, I think they were replaced for buttons. 
like in Coraline. Like, I say, like in Coraline. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they were replaced for buttons for whatever reason. By accident. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's just a tragic accident. He never explains. A tragic accident too... in the button factory. He it's, just. He doesn't. He, he never explains. A ragdoll. A ragdoll factory. <laughs> like they're making a, oh making a bunch of dolls. Oh, no. <laughs> so who is who's who's our main pro- again? He has to be classically handsome. He mm. or she has to be classically handsome. I think it's uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling with button yeah. eyes. Yeah, he's That's he's terrifying. He's definitely up for leading man Oscar. As I'd, well I'd say so. Being I, able to act without eyes is pretty is a pretty good uh, yeah. show of show of force. He's a good chin actor. Yes, he's mm. like you can always oh, the bottom half of his face just all emotion because he's got CG'd. Yeah, but nice. But nice. Yeah, so I don't, think, I don't think it's CGs. I think we just get a lot of PVA glue. <laughs> He's totally on. method. Just yeah. hot, hot glue on his eyelids. <laughs> uh, and he has dreams of being a long-distance runner. Okay, uh, but obviously he has the handicap. Of having buttons for eyes. <laughs> I, I think we play this up as though it's a biopic. Yes. This, this actually happened. And but it didn't. But it did. The, the runner, the, the long distance runner, Scott... Grunch. Bacula. Scott, Scott Grunch Bacula. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Scott Grunch Bacula. <laughs> yeah, he wants to do, like, the, the New York Marathon. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but he has, like, the mm. handicap of... Like he has buttons for eyes, mm. um, so obviously he's having trouble running the, the course because, despite him pled like asking for the change rules, they won't just make it a straight line. Straight line, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he was like, like "Can we just well, ru- can we just run down 12th Street?" No, we have to do the course around New York. And he was yeah. like, "Well, the original marathon was in a straight line. He just needed to get what from one place to another." And they're like, "That's not how it works here. Not not in New York. We're not willing to bend the rules. We're on an island." <laughs> we can't go in a straight line. I'm thinking this starts with him waking up in the morning before working at the button factory or, yeah. the, or the ragdoll factory. He gets his running shoes. Presumably, on. like this happened to him as a child. So, like, no, no, no. Oh, right, he no, worked there. No, there's, there's your tragedy and this obstacle that he has to overcome is he was always training for the marathon. Right. And then yes. it's like, oh no, my eyes are now buttons. Could, I cannot do the marathon anymore, but I'm going to paycheck. Last paycheck to afford himself entry into the New York, New York Marathon and, the, and the, the pair of shoes he needs. The marathon, is lit- the marathon is literally like a month away. Yes. He's, you know, and then he gets buttons for eyes. Yeah. Yes. We, uh, we see, because uh, this is in the 70s, Yes. So we see the uh, buttons the... were very prevalent in the seventies. They're everywhere. Yeah, all over the place. Like people were paying with them. It was crazy. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I think. Uh, I think um, he's 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 crushed. Right. Like he's he's sorry. No, I mean his eyes got taken out. But no, um, his <laughs> he's he's emotionally he's crushed because he, he, he's lost his dreams. And 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 that's when he's like wandering out of hospital past the gym when uh, uh, he and he's like talking to his his trainer and they're like we can't do anything with this I'm sorry we can't do anything and the trainer's the kooky sidekick the, no, hang on no, the trainers he, won't let him let, won't let him like yeah. even try with him and then like he meets a mysterious back, old man out of the back of the like the, the back alley of the this gym <laughs> gets thrown out of a door Danny DeVito with, and he's like with, ah! a, with a with a cane because <laughs> yeah. he's blind he's also had his eyes oh. <laughs> replaced by buttons it happens more often than you think <laughs> 
Danny DeVito is a boxing trainer who has been blind uh, for years because he used to be a, a, a featherweight boxer. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, well, and then his eyes were also replaced by buttons. Because he yeah. had so many punchings. Yeah. That's but, what I'm well, going to go with. Because he had an injury in his eye. Yeah. And they were trying to sew it up. The person sewing sewing the it, cut it, up it, 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 sewed a button out Wait, they're, but they're the same? They have the same thing? <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, that could be the reveal at the end of the film where, like, you know, he's got his dark glasses on and he's like, no, I, I can't run. I can't, I can't live with eyes for buttons, and they take his glasses off, and it's like you can. I do. <laughs> Look at me. Same. Oh wait. But um, I'm thinking there's. there's... Oh, yeah, they can't. <laughs> 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 he, he touches his face when he takes the glasses off, yeah, and that's yeah. how he sees he's got buttons for eyes as but... well. Because the guy sewing, like he wasn't a medic. He literally could only sew <laughs> buttons on shirts. Yeah, he was also. And he'll blind. do. Also had buttons for eyes. <laughs> Everyone's blind in this world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, right. So going back I, to this, it does. It does make sense. It does stand to reason that if we're gonna win an Oscar, we need to have as many conventionally attractive people with as many uh, ailments yeah. as possible. Could like, uh, okay. Well, he needs like obviously he needs some sort of like physiotherapist who eventually like he falls for and they get together. Yes. Mm. Well, I think Emma his... Stone. They put them back yes. together because it worked in La La Land. Yes, it, it worked in La La Land. However, I'm thinking, going back to the beginning, he's married to Brie Larson, who has to divorce him because, because he's he got can't button, run. Because he's got buttons for eyes. He's got buttons for eyes. She's like, I just can't look at you anymore. <laughs> you look ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You look absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I'm going to go live with my family upstate. You do whatever you want. I, think, I can't and, take this anymore. And I think... Um, with the settlement he's been given from the factory, right? Yeah. Um, he starts investing in all these new these medical technologies to try and get his eyes back and stuff. Yeah, and nothing's working whatsoever, absolutely nothing. And he's like, "Well, I may as well just carry on with the buttons then." You know, like, I'm, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point? Um, and then there's that's, a line for the trailer, and he's like, "What am I going to do if none of the the world world's best medical minds can help me?" And Danny DeVito from behind him says. I've got an idea. And he plonks down a stick next to him. And he says, why don't you run with that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so he's like, uh, what do you mean? Why don't, why don't I run with that? What, that doesn't make any sense. And he's like, everyone's going to get out of your way. <laughs> <laughs> So he so also he breaks the rules because he's not allowed to run a straight line, but he does it anyway. I think I think he's not because he's not being allowed into the marathon, right? Yeah. Mm. It gets to the point where he's not officially registered the marathon. Yeah, so, so he can play by any rules he wants. Yeah. So so we're having themes of like discrimination. So yes. That's in there. And yeah. The, 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 gi the gym him. don't want him. They don't want Danny DeVito. His ex-wife doesn't want him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and all because they've got buttons for eyes. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking um, Diane DeVito trains him in Central Park to go around corners or yeah. just or just hit people with sticks. Well, well both. But, because but, if you're if yeah. you're swinging, because he's he's a fit guy, Ryan Gosling. If you're swinging a, a stick yeah. from side to side, not only will you hit anyone out of the way, you'll also hit whatever sides of the of the of the path. <laughs> yeah. You're in. So yeah, he's he's running around Central Park and he's getting he's getting back to what he what he would be as a runner. 
and everything. And then uh, this is where he accidentally whacks Emma Stone across the face with yeah. the stick. And that's, how, that's how they meet. Yes, that's how they meet. And uh, and she <clears throat> she looks at him in the button eyes, and she immediately, they immediately fall in love. He falls in love with his with her scream as, as, hits, <laughs> as, as he hits her with the stick. Is he a serial killer? <laughs> He's like, uh, you yeah, have a no. beautiful scream. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> ah! <laughs> It's not even like it's not even like ah it's no, like ah No it's it's the Howie. It's the Howie scream. <laughs> the, the Howie scream? Yeah. Do you know it's the you see most people go to the Wilhelm scream. Oh, yeah. um, but I, I'm a much more fan of the Howie. <laughs> Howie scream, how does that go? Uh, well I can try and yeah. it, hold on. You've heard it, everyone's heard mm. it. Oh. I, I was thinking about that, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So, so he's running along. <laughs> he hits, uh, hits Emma Stone, noise. and Emma Stone goes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, he fall, and he falls in love. <laughs> and with that, they it's, fell pub, in it's love. public domain. You won't get sued. Uh, I think. Who knows? Um, There's blood coming from her nose, and she looks up at him and is like, "Ah, oh, his button eyes are so beautiful. Yeah, his beautiful blue button eyes." <laughs> They're blue buttons. Yeah, um, and she's and she's she's like um, uh, a scientist. She's a medical scientist, right? Mm. So and she, and she's sort of like um, <laughs> don't know like this. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, she's but she her her um, her computer's not working. Like she's trying to find a way to kind of help uh, Ryan Gosling get through the through the day, and and she's like. God damn computer! Why won't this work? And Ryan Gosling's like, I used to work on the computers uh, at the button factory. Let me see what I can do. And and he sort of like puts his hand over the keyboard. He's like, Here's, here's your problem. There's no there's no I key. There's no I key. How is this even going? She's like, I guess it was just running without eyes. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what the film's about. Oh. <laughs> Forget the marathon now. Oh. We need to get her an eye key. Okay. You're welcome. You're welcome. But I, I'm, I'm thinking for that so, groan. <laughs> um, Danny DeVito and Ryan Gosling go to the board of of the New York Marathon. They kick the door in and go, and Danny DeVito goes, let him in the marathon. And then uh, John Slattery, uh, I, be- I believe he... He's in Mad Men and he plays um, Tony Stark's dad in yeah. Iron Man 2 okay. and uh, Civil War, I believe. And yet he, he goes, no. And then Danny goes, all right, then. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it was worth a shot, Ryan Gosling's <laughs> character. Uh, we need to do something more drastic. <laughs> and so they just hatch a plan just to sneak him in through the crowds at the start and yeah. then get onto the track and I've run got, for the I've got the thing. perfect uh, the perfect ending mm. okay he sneaks into the uh, like the, the the changing rooms getting ready for the for the mar- marathon right and they're, they're going through and he's like feeling through the the various um, like lockers and stuff and he's going through lockers trying to find uh, some f- a false identity right yeah uh, some uh, so, that, so that he can try and slip in uh, like a card or something that he can write for himself mm. He finds, and his hands grasp around something material, some thick material, and he's like, "I've got an idea." And so, cut to, 
uh, no, actually, no, not cut. I guess cut to him pulling up this giant fuzzy orange suit. Yeah. That's got, he, uh, finds a, he finds a mascot outfit. He's got a number, uh, uh, like, um, taped to the front of it. And he's like, this isn't fixing on. The, it's too big. The, the material is too big. What do I do? And Danny DeVito goes, wait a minute. Are there buttonholes in the top of that? <laughs> in the top of that suits, and he's like, "There are," and he like buttons his eyes into the into the suit. He is one with the suits, <laughs> and the suit is him, and it's the first again twist. This is the origin of the first fun runner, uh, and because. <laughs> the suit is quite padded and yeah. he's well protected. He can run with the crowd and just bounce around the exactly, crowd yeah. yes. and they steer him through the marathon. <laughs> and that's what happens. And he ends up beating some of the front runners. Yeah, he, he triumphantly rips the head off and goes, yeah. it, was, it was me. And he goes, ow! Oh, I've got to unbutton this. And then he <laughs> says, it was me. And John Slattery comes down and is like, I thought we told you no. And he's like, well, I did it anyway. People keep telling me no. Yeah, and, and from because but it of... looks like the eyes have it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and because of, of Scott button eyes bacula, people now Run, with button eyes <laughs> can run in marathons. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, and like that's that's because the origin of the charity run. Yeah. Because mm. it, like the winnings he got went to went to uh, fund fund no no to fund better treatments <laughs> for losing your eyes than just buttons to button yeah. the, the crowd at the end keep chanting like we see you, we see you. <laughs> even though he can't see them and, and that's okay because that's he fine. succeeded can there be a tender and emotional love scene between him and Emma Stone that's like nicely softly lit and it's all romantic and stuff but in moments of excitement she keeps doing the howie scream over and over and over again <laughs> That and that and we just have a real close up POV shot from her point of view, just looking at Ryan Gosling's button eyes. I think yeah. th- that'd get the girls in. Yeah, yeah. as yeah. long as he has his shirt off. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no one's going to be looking at his the button eyes. Beautiful baby goose. <laughs> okay, oh, this I... is going to win all the awards. Every yes. award, at least a Golden Globe. We've, we've well, because because of how many people in this had button eyes. It's yeah. um, uh, it's a, it's a sure fire. They actually do that on a on a. It's like a combo. If you yeah. can. You get a multiplier based on how many people are, are, are overcoming things in the film. Yeah. So in this case, lots because many people have button eyes <laughs> yeah. uh, in in the world. It's just a part of history people don't know about. The, yeah. sa- the soundtrack is by Trent Reznor. Is <laughs> directed by Fincher, David Fincher. Yes. Yes. Did we decide a director? No, no. Okay, no, so it yeah. has to be Fincher because initially. Like they just wanted Reznor to do the soundtrack, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm, uh, I'm not brought, doing the soundtrack no, unless brought, David Fincher is directing." No, 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 Fincher just came with him, and it's just <laughs> like, like the producers are like, "What's going on?" It's like, "Oh, they come as a pair." Did, yeah. you, did you not know this? Yes, <laughs> I think that the, by the sounds of this film, to me, it sounds more like a David Lynch film, but uh, <laughs> I'll be wrong. Okay, oh, all right. Yeah. So that was. Running, the running without eyes. Running without, running without eyes. eyes. How could I forget? The, the Oscar-winning, <laughs> multiple Oscar-winning. Yep. Danny DeVito got supporting actor. Yeah. Emma Stone got best actress, uh, best supporting actress. Ryan Gosling, best person with button eyes this year. <laughs> best disability. Yeah. Best disability. <laughs> That's. 
that's, is that a category? And in, the long, <laughs> and in the long tradition of not casting someone with a disability to portray someone yes. with a disability yeah. as well, it's bound to win an Oscar. Yeah, again, and that's that's another one up. One we, have, we have took off so many <laughs> yeah. on the tick sheet. Best costume design. Yeah, mm. for the for the for Garfield. The, for, the, for the elaborate. For the elaborate. <laughs> oh, was it a Garfield? It's a Garfield it costume, I assume. Yeah. It was orange <laughs> with a big head. Best uh, use of New York. <laughs> is that, is that a be, best location scout. Yes. Best sound design for the Howie scream. Uh, <laughs> most painful makeup edition for PVA <laughs> glue in the eyes. Painful <laughs> makeup. <laughs> I can only imagine that's oh. the category that Suicide Squad won. Um, <laughs> uh, hot glue gun to the eyes. Yeah. Um, the painful the makeup audience. category. The metaphor for the entire audience. Yep. A hot glue gun to the eyes. I'm, I'm sad. Uh, I'm sad now that I remembered that Suicide Squad is an Oscar winning. <laughs> is indeed. If you go back through the Oscar Oscar winning films for a, a measure of, of quality, mm. you're gonna be sadly disappointed. Uh, <laughs> so that's the thing that annoys me about. Well, no, lots of things annoy me about Oscars, but the main reason why I think ultimately, like, they're kind of pointless, even though I do pay attention to them because we all it's do. Just, we all do. Yeah. yeah. But they're always. People who get Oscars tend to get them because they should have got them previously. Yeah. So they're always like makeup awards. Yeah. Like Leo got it, but yeah, there's several times he should have. Yeah. And I think Denzel got it for one year, but again, he should have got it the year before. Yeah. And it's just they're not. They don't mean mm. anything. Nope. Ultimately, <laughs> just like the shiny gold man. Who does do not we want? Mean anything. <laughs> who do we want to add to this club? <laughs> like that's pretty much it. So uh, thank you for listening to that. Um, uh, if you want, if you enjoyed it, then you can go uh, over to um, your friend <laughs> down the hall, I suppose, <laughs> and tell them about it. That's what I wanted to say. Um, your next door neighbours. Yeah, go just, around to your friend's house. Just go to the, your nearest window and just yell. <laughs> Live Pitch Podcasts, yep. uh, SoundCloud.com forward slash Live Pitch Podcast. You can do that. Um, you can go to uh, you know a friend's uh, garage door uh, if your friend is lucky enough to have a garage and uh, spray paint over it. Um, with just <laughs> I-U-R-L please thank you um, <clears throat> if you don't want to get prosecuted for property damage then you can always uh, give us a bit of money each month at patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast uh, and uh, we would like to thank the, those people who are doing that already uh, these people get extra little kickbacks some of them and get a bonus pitch every week um, all of them get the opportunity to vote in a poll to decide what genre we do every week um, so uh, go over to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast to check that out those people are Mahir Trevetti, My Waste of Talent, Don't Let the Kids in the Front Room, Brenda, They'll Break the Good Husks, Brandon Spanky Mills, Ross Originals, Stephen D. Thomas, Those Bloody Snowflakes Are At It Again with Their Vegan Bisque Husks, Sam McKillman, Brenda, I'm Drawing the Line Here, What the Piss is a Cat Food Bisque Husk, Brent Black... <laughs> Joseph Hegarty, Strike Comedy or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love Improv. These new Valium Bisque Husks really helped take the pain away, Phil. And you've been nursing that husk for hours and we need the table, Pete. <laughs> so thank you to all those people. Um, who have been uh, who have been so kind as to support the podcast? Um, it's uh, thank you, just really, really, really thank you. You keep the lights on here at Life's Pitch Towers, and it is um, we're, it's helping us do better things every month. And uh, thank you, Pip, for coming on the show. Oh no, thank you. This has been 
an excellent use of my time <laughs> I think where can people find you if they want to uh, to, to find out more about Pitt Mason just just on a street outside <laughs> you'll know I will you'll appear know. like like the void taking form <laughs> uh, no you can find me on Twitter everything flows through Twitter mm. it all floats down there <laughs> uh, uh, at uh, at housebrokengeek is uh, my username Do, are there usernames it, anymore <laughs> I um, think it's a Twitter handle. That's my that's my brand. Yeah, <laughs> got it. You got to champion your brand. It's Housebroken Geek. I'm that on everything, pretty much. Excellent. Like Steam, PlayStation Network, Twitch, <laughs> uh, Twitter. It, it all. It just look for Housebroken Geek. It's usually for me. Literally uh, everything. I do stand up. I do. I uh, act. I'm I'm an actor. I direct. Uh, I do finger paintings. I do small pottery sheep I don't know <laughs> I, I suppose primarily I try to be a funny person on the internet and it has mixed results uh, good I mean like mixed in the terms of like you just did this yes yeah. uh, but, um... mixed like <laughs> okay so uh, as always we finish the episode with this week's yes very clever award and it's uh, this is the award we give away to people who've given us titles already based around existing titles the Yes Very Clever Award. Okay, so from Skeleconner, we've been given a beautiful rind. The beautiful rind. Yes. I, I, I like it. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 I like, see what you did there. I like it. I'm glad we didn't have to pitch it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. I'm Pip Mason, I guess. Hello. Remember who pitched it? <laughs>